Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. Do you know what I just did before I started recording this? I switched my laundry. I'm downstairs in my, well, I'll call it my recording studio. It's not that glamorous, but that's beside the point. So I'm downstairs in my recording studio. I batch record podcasts. So I just recorded episode number 24. I'm now moving on to episode number 25. And we're going to talk about the three steps to creating habits of wellness at work. But before I started recording this podcast, I went and switched laundry. Why? Because I've been sitting here for probably close to a half hour as I recorded the first session and got it all set up and ready to roll. My body needs to move. I am not going to be as effective and lively. And remember in the last podcast, if you missed it, we talked about the three most overlooked leadership competencies. The first one's your ability to stay energized. The second one is your ability to stay focused. And the third one is the ability to stay composed. Now, I'm not going to sit here and have the energy for you for this podcast if I've been just talking in the microphone for three hours straight. Doesn't work that way. I need to get up and move my body. Do you know what I did before I recorded the first podcast? I danced. I turned on some music and I danced. Now, I know this doesn't work in the workplace. I get that. I think, though, you can add some wellness strategies that do work. And so today we're going to talk about the three steps to creating the habits of wellness at work. Now, here's the thing. Again, I want to go back to this is not a nice to have. This is a must have. If you want to be an engaging leader, an impactful leader, a composed leader, a leader who manages the tension in the room, a leader who's able to focus and get done what needs to get done, is able to have those hard conversations, even when it's difficult, and to stay in those moments. If you are a leader who's going to have the stamina to get through your long day and still have energy left to do that other work, you know, at five or six o'clock, and then let's be honest, this is the thing that we really, really want. And then come home at the end of the day and still have energy left for the rest of your life. You absolutely must, 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 must establish wellness habits throughout your day. So we're going to talk about the three steps to creating those habits. So the first one, because this is really important, because I know you're going, Kathy, I do not have time for this. I get it. It's important. I know that. Here's the first thing I want you to know, that when you're establishing wellness habits throughout your day, I want you to start small. Think micro habits, teeny, tiny micro habits. And let me give you an idea of how small. I know that lots of you are saying, I know that I need to drink more water. I get it. But I fill my water bottle up at the beginning of the day and I forget all day. I know I'm supposed to drink it. So you have this goal of drinking eight glasses of water a day or getting through this whole water bottle a day. That's a big habit. That's not a small habit. I want you to think micro habits, teeny tiny little micro habits. So what I want you to think about is when will I drink one drink of water? 
Yes, I'm being serious. Once during your day, that's what we're starting with. We're starting with one rep at the gym. You are not going to go to the gym and lift 30, you know, do 30 reps of the 10 pound barbell. You are going to start with one rep. And that's what we're talking about is micro habits. The thing is, you don't have a lot of time. If, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, I have a webinar coming up on September 24th, and it is about stress management on the fly. I'll put the link in the notes as well. But it's incredibly important for you to recognize that you have a very heavy schedule. You have immense amount of responsibilities. You are busy. You have a lot of things on your plate. You have a lot of people you report to or responsible for, however you want to see it. You don't have a lot of time. You have to figure out how to add these wellness strategies to create these habits in teeny tiny micro steps. So again, it might be drink one drink of water. Here's another habit that many of us want to establish. I want to start getting 10,000 steps a day. 10,000 steps is a lot of steps if you sit at a desk all day or in meetings all day. Trust me, I know, I struggle to get 10,000 steps and I'm a very active person. But as I said, I went and switched laundry in between doing this. I do things during my day to increase the amount of steps I get. So if you're not somebody who is very active and you get a Fitbit or a pedometer and all of a sudden you're like, hey, la la la, I'm gonna get 10,000 steps a day. Heck no. That ain't going to happen miraculously, my dear, or you might be able to do it for a short time, but you're not going to be able to sustain it. Start small. I'm going to get 50 steps in these three hours during my morning. 50 steps might be a lot of steps for you, and it might be 100 steps. I mean, you have to look at where you're at and how many steps you already get, but micro things. Here's another one. I'm going to eat healthy. What if you just said, I'm going to eat 10 almonds today? Maybe you don't eat healthy. Maybe you get this bag of stuff or pack this wonderful lunch and then forget to eat. Micro habits, teeny tiny things that we're going to start on. So that's the first strategy that I want you to think about when you're creating your habits for wellness at work. And remember, these are important to help you be energized, to be focused and to stay composed. And so that first strategy is think small. Don't start with a big massive wellness habit. Step two is to make them incredibly easy. So here's one of the things. I'm going to drink one drink of water. When are you going to drink that one drink of water? Well, if you're going to say, you know, at three o'clock in the afternoon, maybe, but let's make it easy. How about we say at the beginning of the morning before you even get out of your car at work or before you sit down at your desk if you're working at home that you're going to drink that one drink of water. Make it easy when you still have some willpower left, when you still have some focus left, when your day hasn't gone to hell in a handbasket. When you can do it in that time in the beginning of the day, that's what's making it easy. If you are looking at, um, you know, eating those almonds, 10 almonds a day, you know, don't say that I have to eat them at coffee break. Say, I have to eat them throughout my day. Can I eat 10 almonds throughout my day? Well, that's easy, right? That's going to make it a good place to start. If you say, I'm going to eat this healthy lunch and you never eat lunch or you always eat lunch at your desk and you never kind of get going, it's going to be really difficult for you to do this. Make your habits incredibly easy. So the first strategy is to start small, think micro habits. The second one is to make them incredibly easy. 
Now, the third strategy is to attach them to an existing habit. Now, if you want to understand more about habits, there's a great book called Atomic Habits by James Clearly, I think it is. I know it's James Clear or Clearly, but it's Atomic Habits. Amazing book, probably the Bible of building habits. And he's very clear, attach them to an existing habit. So again, if I'm thinking about I want to drink once, you know, I want to have a big sip of water at least once during my day, I want to do it at the beginning of my day. What's the habit you do at the beginning of your day? What's the thing you do every time you start your day? Do you set your briefcase down in a spot? Do you turn your computer on? Do you sit down at your desk? What is the thing you already do at the beginning of the day that you can attach that habit to? So that's something to think about. What do I already do? So it might be, well, I kind of go to the bathroom at some points during my day. Great. When I go to the bathroom and I come back before I sit down, I'm going to, you know, I've already washed my hands. I'm going to eat two almonds. Easy, incredibly easy, small, attach it to something you're already doing. Perhaps you have a lot of phone calls during a day. Attach it to a phone call. Every time I hang up the phone, I'm going to have a drink of water, eat an almond, get up and move around. Um, You know, I was saying that in between recording these podcasts, I got up and I went and switched laundry. One of the things that I often do in between things, so when I hang up the phone, when I finish recording a podcast, when I finish writing something, when I finish doing emails, sort of segments of time, whenever I finish those, I get up and I move. And one of the micro moment things that I do is when I walk into my office, I stick both my hands up on either sides of the door jam and I stretch my chest out and I just lean forward. Remember, micro habit, teeny tiny, easy to do. Um, You know, I can do that every time I walk in or out of my office and I attach it to an existing habit. When I get up or I already get up in between segments of work, easy to attach that. So I'm going to give you three tools now to help you put these habits into action. So remember, these are the three steps to creating habits of wellness at work. First one is start small, think micro habits. The second one is make them incredibly easy. And then the third one is to attach them to existing habits. So here's three tools that are going to help you do this. The first one, and I have used this one a ton of times, still do. It's an incredibly easy one to use is a timer. You all have a phone. You have a computer. Set timers to remind you when to do things. And so if it's, I need to go to the bathroom, because you never go to the bathroom and you hold it in all day, which let me tell you, my dear, is toxic to your body. That's a whole nother conversation. But maybe you need to set a timer for 1030 in the morning to remind you to go to the bathroom. Use that timer to remind you to uh, have a drink of water, to get up and stretch your body, whatever it is. On the Fitbit, there is a um, feature you can turn on so that if you haven't hit your steps, by um, the sort of 50 mark of every hour, you've got 10 minutes left and it gives you a little vibrating beep beep on your arm to remind you get up and move. So that timer is an important thing. You can use it on your, like I said, on your computer. Maybe you sit at your desk for one, two, three hours straight without moving. So set the timer on your computer for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, whatever you want to do. And then when it goes off, again, micro habits, just get up, move your body, turn around, lean from side to side, 
and sit back down. It doesn't have to be huge. Make it incredibly easy. It's not that I'm going to go for a walk around the block or I'm going to, you know, grab my stuff and head to the gym. That's fine if you can do that. But if you're just starting out, make them incredibly easy. Second tool is to create a recording system. And again, make this really easy. I am a geek at this, so I have little spreadsheets that I use sometimes. But often I'm like drawing a spreadsheet by hand because I'm not going to make this difficult. But the easiest way is tick marks on your uh, agenda or sticky note on your desk. So if you want to have 10 drinks of water throughout your day or one drink of water every day of the week, whatever, create a little, a, a little um, sticky note with, you know, five boxes. So Monday a box, Tuesday a box, Wednesday a box. This is it. Really simple. And when you do that, tick it off. It's gamifying it. We, I mean, science has studied this. This is why we are so addicted to our our phones and addicted to Netflix because it's all that sort of gamified addiction. There's one more. There's one more. I got to do this. The health world is really connected to that. You know, you grab a group of people and can you do better than them or or whatever? And and so, compete against yourself. Did I do better today than I did yesterday? Teeny tiny little system of recording helps you do that. The third tool is accountability. Find somebody to be accountable to. It's much harder when you have to report back to somebody whether or not you did this micro habit during your workday. So it could be a friend, it could be your admin support, one of your peers, your spouse, your child, whoever. It doesn't have to be anything magical. Just say to them, I'm gonna tell you at the end of the day if I did this or not. Or can you ask me if I did this? Just a little check-in for you to see if you've actually done it. And this is why it's so um, effective is, is the science has demonstrated that the, we've learned that when we are accountable to each other, you know, you can do this. If you have to sort of have no due date, just finish it whenever. You'll finish it whenever. But if somebody's waiting for it, expecting it, you're more likely to get it done. And that's what accountability does. It keeps us accountable. So if you are using an app, lots of the apps have communities where you can create accountability partners. Like I say, if you're just doing this on your own, find someone to use for an accountability partner. I often do it for some of my clients. If they're working on things, I'll, I'll sort of give them homework around, you know, make sure that you uh, eat lunch twice this week away from your desk. That's it. Just twice. Every other day you can sit at your desk, but twice this week I want you to, to not eat at your desk. And so then they'll come back and report to me whether or not they did that. These are the tools to help you. Use timers, use a recording system, and accountability. And remember, those three steps to creating that habit of wellness at work, start small, think micro habits, make them incredibly easy, and attach them to existing habits. That's going to help you develop that habit of wellness throughout your day so that you can stay charged so that you will have the ability to meet those three leadership competencies that we talked about last podcast that are most overlooked. And those are the ability to stay energized, the ability to stay focused, and the ability to stay controlled. And if you haven't listened to those, go back to episode number 24, where, where I go through those a little bit more. It's when you create the habits, my dear, consistent wellness habits, that you're going to enjoy both leadership and life. Go make the rest of your day awesome, my dear.
If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the Training Library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com slash library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome. Awesome.